0: Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, the Phillies take a tough loss yesterday. They do not sweep the Angels, but it rounds out what was an amazing, an amazing month of August. We'll discuss that, Bryce Harper's 300th home run, and exactly what he's meant to this franchise since becoming a Philadelphia Philly. And we'll preview the month of September for the Phillies and look at who they're playing, how important it is, and where they stand in playoff position going into the final month of the regular season. All of that on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is locked on Phillies, part of the locked on podcast network your team every day i'm your host connor thomas thank you so much for checking us out appreciate it glad to hear yesterday the audio quality is back sorry about that once again but we've got that back and working so that is all good to go if you want to consume some of my other content you can also hear me on 97.5 the fanatic on the radio you can catch me every once in a while on nbc sports philadelphia on the television Uh, Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube channel for Locked On Phillies. Really appreciate all of that. Today's episode is brought to you by Bunches. Download the Bunches app today. And when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the description or show notes to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. So go ahead and check out our friends over at Bunches. So, The Phillies had a golden opportunity yesterday. They were playing the Angels with a chance to sweep. It was a chance to win their sixth straight game. It was a chance to really put an exclamation mark on the end of August. And honestly, at one point it looked like they had. Trey Turner comes up with the Phillies down two, and he launches a three-run home run into the seats to go ahead and give the Philadelphia Phillies the lead. Uh, That was in the bottom of the sixth inning. You're like, okay, all you need to do is hold the lead through the 7th, 8th, and ninth, and you're chilling. You need nine outs. All good, right? Well, in the 8th inning, you surrender two runs uh, in the, uh, the top of the 8th with Greg Soto on the mound. It was just not good. Hunter Renfro had a two-RBI single. Did not go well in that inning for the Philadelphia Phillies. So it's just like, okay, now you're down one, heading into the bottom of the 8th. Trey Turner did it a home run, though. So it brought the Phillies to 58 on the year. And Bryce Harper comes up and has just another like Bryce Harper moment. I can't describe it. So when you think about the all-time greats, you think about moments. You think about guys who do huge things when the spotlight is the brightest. And his postseason run last year showed you that. He was on 299 career home runs. He needed to get to 300. He also needed to try and give the Philadelphia Phillies the lead. And with a runner on, Bryce Harper did what only the greats do. He parked his 300th home run in the 8th inning as a go-ahead shot over the Angels to give the Phillies the lead in a huge spot after a huge month capping off a huge home stand for him. It was just, uh, of course it is. It reminded me of Derek Jeter's walk-off hit in his last game at Yankee Stadium. I believe Derek Jeter's 3,000th career hit was also a home run. But bottom line, it reminded me of that where it's like Derek Jeter when fantasy becomes reality is what uh, Michael Kay uh, said it as up there, that famous call now. Well, Bryce Harper is also one of those guys that turns fantasy into reality. It's like, how cool would it be if he had 300th on a go-ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth inning? And then he just does it. We're going to talk more about Bryce Harper coming up, because why wouldn't we talk more about Bryce Harper? But great moment there. Unfortunately, the Phillies' bullpen didn't hold up again. Craig Kimbrell comes in. He gives up three runs in the top of the ninth. The Phillies lose 10-8. It, it was a collapse by the bullpen. Kimbrel struggled. Soto struggled. Kimbrell's been struggling. And honestly, I mean, even when you look at the box score for the Philadelphia Phillies and you look at uh, what Christopher Sanchez did on the mound, it wasn't great. Four and two-thirds innings pitched, seven hits, five runs, three earned, five strikeouts, a home run. I mean, it's not awful, awful, but it's not what we were getting from him for months. Maybe he's tiring. He's a young pitcher who hasn't had a lot of innings thrown in his career. Lorenzen. We talked about it when Michael Lorenzen was uh, acquired, one of the other guys who seems to be kind of tiring. Maybe he's in a situation where that innings count, where he's going well above the number of innings he's thrown in any start in his career, or sorry, any start, any season in his career, I should say. Maybe that's starting to take effect like I was worried it would. It's only a couple of bad starts, so you still got a whole other month to work this out. Just things I'm looking at as far as what could be potentially affecting the Phillies. And Kimbrel, he just... I don't know, he's an older player, he's been around for a while, he's got a lot of tread on the tires, and when you get later into the season, sometimes your performance drops off. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's just a rough stretch right now, and by the time we're at the end of September, we're singing a different tune. But this bullpen feels like a weird spot to me. Uh, Matt Moore ended up getting the win despite giving up the uh, 300th home run to Bryce Harper because he stayed in the game, Um, and well, he finished the inning. And then the Angels scored three more, so he, he was in line for the win. Craig Kimbrell gets the loss, his fifth on the year. Uh, Estevez gets a save for the Angels. But, I mean, the Phillies still win the series. They're still 74-59. and 59. They're still in really great shape. The bullpen just it, it kind of put a damper on the month of August because of how that game ended, and the Phillies should have won that one. They lose 10-8. to eight. But, man, they just hit 59 home runs in a month. That's tied for the third best home run month in the history of baseball. Uh, That's insane. We've never seen a stretch of power like that from a Philadelphia Phillies team. Not once. It almost wasn't even fathomable. Because the other thing in the Angels series is like all the home runs, not all the home runs because they hit five in one night and kind of ran it up on the Angels, but it felt like the early home runs in every game were just in huge spots. You're down three. You have two guys on. Someone's going to hit a home run to tie. You're down one and you got a guy on. Someone's going to hit a two-run home run to go ahead. It wasn't like there were a lot of meaningless home runs either. Just, I don't know what's going on with this team as far as the offense. They just must be seeing beach balls at the plate, having so much confidence. The Angels are, are not a good team. They really aren't. I want to look at their runs aloud and go over to this for overall because I can see it on the ESPN app over here. Runs allowed, and the Angels have allowed one, two, three, four, the fifth most runs in baseball. So you know that pitching staff isn't good. Like, yes, it is the Angels. But to hit that many home runs, and to hit them in the way that the Philadelphia Phillies are hitting them, it almost supersedes how bad the Angels have been. It was just an amazing month of August. I hate losing that game, but I'm not going to look at it as something to be worried about or concerned about right now here's how i laid it out this morning on 97.5 The fanatic on the radio the way that i look at the philadelphia phillies struggles are will they affect them in the playoffs the bullpen is going to have reinforcements in the playoffs one maybe two starters who are currently in the rotation are going to go to the bullpen you could add somebody through waivers a couple guys out there on waivers will keep you updated on anything there if anything like that happens Um, Some of these guys could get right. Sir Anthony Dominguez, maybe he figures it out. Craig Kimbrell, I don't know I said his name weird there. Maybe by the end of September, he's back to his all-star form. Uh, I mean, Bilotti came up. Maybe he turns into the guy he was last year. Matt Strom, I'm kind of on the verge of trusting him with spots. Jeff Hoffman is earning more trust from me with every passing outing he has. Uh, It's just, I look at it and I say, okay, well, the bullpen gets covered up a little bit in the postseason because the starters who are not in the playoff rotation will go to the pen, and those could, that could be Michael Lorenzen and Christopher Sanchez. And those guys have been really good this year. And they've also pitched a bullpen at the Major League level before. Christopher Sanchez a lot less often than Michael Lorenzen, but still. So I'm good with that. Like, I, I don't know. I just look at this team and I say they're still locked into a postseason position. In my mind, I don't think there's any way they miss the playoffs, especially with how they're playing baseball right now. So, as long as I feel that way, I've got to be focused on the postseason. And to me, these bullpen struggles, well we've still got time to work that out before the postseason. And I'll start worrying about it like the third or fourth week of September is where I'll own in on that. So, yeah, was it a tough loss? Yes. Did it really kill the moment of Bryce Harper's 300th home run? Uh, sure, it definitely did. But for me, the month of August is still a ridiculous success. And looking back on what they've done over the past 31 days, I don't know that I've seen a month offensively like that ever in my life from a Philadelphia Phillies team. So kudos to them on that. Hopefully the pitching will start to pick it up a little bit on their end and uh, we'll get something good going into the month of September. Now just looking at the games for the Philadelphia Phillies in September tonight. and off night four-year fight and Phil's but uh, they'll go ahead and get geared up to start a series against the Brewers we'll talk about this a little later on in the episode but first pitch for game one is tomorrow night Friday night at 8 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app just go to the SXM app and search Phillies and you can pull that all up there coming up I want to have a little bit of a Bryce Harper love fest and tell you about just how much he's meant to this franchise since coming to the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll discuss as we continue on Phillies. First of all, I want to tell you about my friends over at Bunches. Bunches is a, a social community where you can talk about sports with your fans in real time. Your friends, your friends, all that good stuff. I mean, Bunches is awesome, right? Bunches is partnering with Lachlan MLB and they're wanting you to join Bunches for a great, great reason. Here, Here's why, alright? I got to tell you about everything that's in their new app. It's built just for sports fans. You can chat sports in real time. You can click the link in show notes and just, or the description to see what I'm talking about. And uh, you can join the app. Or you can go to the Apple App Store and download Bunches now. Uh, you're going to love the conversation with other Locked On Sports fans, all right? Here's basically what it is, right? It's a free app for sports fans chat. Uh, the Locked On MLB group chat has already been created in bunches and uh, you can go now. It's on the featured page. You can chat about your favorite team. You can jump into the Lock on Phillies bunch, and you can talk with people there. Uh, here's what it is, right? Maybe you have questions or comments about today's episode. Bring it up there. You'll have people to chat about it with. You can talk about the Phillies every day. Uh, you can tell like what's going on in your thought process about the team, what you think about my thought process about the team. Basically, like you know Twitter is a whole feed of just random stuff, and in there there's politics and economics I almost said the economy (laughs) there's a word for that and I majored in it in college economics there's entertainment there's all kinds of different stuff there's hey friends and family just posting random memes no bunches is just like you hone down the conversation so you can talk with people online about what you really want to talk about the Philadelphia Phillies or maybe even baseball in general so download the bunches app today and when you do our friends at bunches have featured the locked on MLB bunch in the discover tab You can also click the link in the description or show notes to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. So go ahead and check out our new friends over at Bunches. All right, let's jump into a little bit of conversation about (laughs) Bryce Harper. The man, or well I don't even know if he's a human anymore, but the great Phillies slugger who just keeps slugging and has been a revelation for the Philadelphia Phillies since signing here. Uh, real quick before we get into that, I want to remind you, Phillies Brewers, 8, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, tomorrow night, Friday night. And you can listen to every pitch of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that up there. Bryce Harper hits his 300th career home run and puts him in rare air with the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, obviously, not all 300 are with the Philadelphia Phillies, but uh, he becomes one of the few players in history to ever hit his 300th home run in a Phillies uniform. We hope he hit his, hits his 400th in a Phillies uniform, I imagine he will his 500th in a philadelphia phillies uniform maybe one day he could get there that would, that would be a little bit tight his 600th home run in a phillies uniform maybe his 700 no okay hopefully he'll end up somewhere in the 500s for his career and uh it will probably be the low 500s considering the time he started to miss due to injury but who knows maybe he'll play until he's 45 years old maybe he'll be the tom brady of baseball that he just he just doesn't retire people keep saying the downfalls coming and it doesn't but i just looked at the home run yesterday and what bryce harper's done since being here and what he said i mean he said all the right things the whole time he had a quote last night about hitting his 300th home run in philadelphia and he wrapped it up by basically saying how he knows people talk about him pandering but he really means it from the bottom of his heart all the stuff he says about playing in philadelphia and he basically waxed poetic about Philadelphia and what it means for him to be here with this fan base and everything like that. It's a beautiful thing to hear. It's amazing how much he lives city, uh, loves the city. Like, he hit 300, and he comes out of the dugout after. And the first thing he did after giving his trademark uh, I love you sign to the crowd and uh, Citizens Bank Park as a whole, he just he takes the jersey and he kisses the Phillies logo on his chest multiple times. I mean, it's insane how much the guy loves Philadelphia. He might love Philadelphia more than anybody who's ever moved to Philadelphia but not been from here. Like, you grow up in the area, you know how special this area is to a lot of people. in this city and their sports teams and everything. But as far as outsiders coming into the city, dude, he's just, he's got nothing but love for this fan base, this organization, this city, this area, everything like that. He's so happy to be here, and I had a thought, kind of a scary thought if you really think about it, yesterday as to what would this organization be like? Where would this organization be if not for Bryce Harper coming to the Philadelphia Phillies, if not for him signing here? And remember, that signing took forever, and there are people debating Machado, Harper, Harper, Machado. Now, the numbers for those two guys have ended up being kind of similar, but... Harper's, I'd argue, are significantly more impactful. I mean, he he beat Machado straight up in a postseason series last year. It seems like every home run that Bryce hits is one of the biggest home runs of the millennium. Uh, But I don't really – I'm not as zoned in on Padres baseball, obviously. I just know that they're struggling to make the playoffs this year, probably will not. They did not make it to the World Series last year. The Philadelphia Phillies did. I just feel like Bryce Harper has hit – Bigger home runs for the Phillies than Machado has for the Padres, but the numbers are similar. But the thing I think about, like, just look at the path from when Bryce Harper got here to where they're at now. So he comes here and he plays his first season and they come up short and everything. You got the pandemic, all that stuff going on, so it makes it super weird. And then he comes out in 2021 and he wins an MVP. And you're like, oh my goodness, this dude is an otherworldly talent. He brings an MVP to the to Philadelphia for the first time since Jimmy Rollins and Ryan Howard won them back to back not in that order obviously it was Howard Rollins I believe but anyway he's the first one to win an MVP since the core or two of the three of the core of that 08 team and you're like oh I know we didn't make the playoffs and came up short but teams are going to or players are going to want to play with him and then in the offseason you go out and you get Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber Are Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber Castellanos and All-Star this year Kyle Schwarber uh, led the National League in home runs last year, and is going to hit over 40 again this year. Are those guys here? Bryce Harper's not here. I don't think so. Maybe one of them. Probably not both. One because of the investment you can make with a player like Bryce Harper on the roster, and two because I'm sure they were excited to play with him. I mean, does Reese Hoskins play as well, knowing that he's play- not knowing he's playing with his like close friend Bryce Harper? I know he's injured this year, but Reese Hoskins was a huge part of last year's run to the postseason. Does Bryson Stott play as well? Knowing that he's coming up with a guy that he grew up idolizing, both being from Las Vegas and getting a chance to know and now getting a chance to play with and being contemporaries with. Uh, I don't know. Maybe his development's different. Maybe some tips that Harper gave him are huge helps to him becoming a great hitter like he is now. And then the postseason. Do you make it out of the wild card series if Bryce Harper doesn't hit that home run in the second game against St. Louis? We all worry about the rally in game one, but that home run in game two was huge. Uh, do you make it out of the series against the Braves if Harper doesn't home run? Well, that one maybe, but still, he was amazing in that series. Do you make it to the World Series if Bryce Harper doesn't hit a home run in the eighth inning against the San Diego Padres at home when you just given up the lead? Uh, Like the biggest home run that I've ever seen in my life for the Philadelphia Phillies. And yes, that includes uh, World Series level home runs and stuff like that. That felt bigger to me. I I don't get it. And do you ever even make that a series if Bryce Harper doesn't come out in the home game in Philly with the series tied at one and say, I'm going to go ahead and park one of my first at bat and one of the more magical at bats in Citizens Bank Park history? First pitch, breaking ball, hit a mile. Like he's just. He's carried this franchise. He's put this franchise on the map. If Bryce Harper doesn't come here, the Phillies could still be in a playoff drought, just middling along, not doing this, that, or the other thing. And instead, now, Trey Turner comes here. Probably a big reason for that is Bryce Harper. Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, you're getting high-profile free agents. You're making trades at the deadline. You're going to the World Series. You're playing into October, seemingly, every year now, when you're looking forward and projecting out. He's just he's lifted this franchise up so much, and it was a great moment to celebrate him hitting his 300th yesterday. Coming up, we're going to wrap up and talk a little bit about the Phillies month of September upcoming. I do want to tell you one more time: Phillies Brewers tomorrow night, eight ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. We'll be back and uh, we'll talk a little bit about a big month for the Phillies, the biggest month before October first let me tell you about my friends over at FanDuel get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel America's number one sportsbook right now new customers can bet five dollars and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed plus all customers who bet five dollars will get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket what a deal you're gonna want to catch all those games and everything like that well you bet five dollars you get a hundred dollars off what a deal right come on Uh, from YouTube and YouTube TV Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. Maybe some futures for the birds here in Philly. So visit FanDuel.com and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's take a look at this schedule here for the Phillies in September as we wrap up. So they open up with a big series against the Brewers. I'm going to preview that tomorrow. We're going to talk through that. The Brewers currently leading the AL Central, AL Central, NL Central. They have an identical record to the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, this is another big series. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Phillies play out in Milwaukee and how they stack up against the Brewers because there's a chance the Cubs could get really hot over this last month and you could be playing the Brewers in the first round of the postseason. Uh, then you see the Padres. Not a bad team, just on the outside looking in for postseason. They're not as good as the Phillies, but you got to go on the road to play the Padres. It'll be the Phillies' first time there since the NLCS. It's going to be interesting. Then you get the Marlins, divisional matchup. Then you get the Braves for four in Citizens Bank Park. Huge series. Uh, you see the Cardinals again. That one's probably a wash. We know the Cardinals stink. But then you see the Braves for three more in Atlanta. Then you get the Mets for four. The Mets are still pesky to the Phillies because... They're just going to try and play spoiler. they got nothing to lose. Uh, you'll have to see them. Another divisional matchup. You'll get the Pirates, which is kind of a pushover, and you finish with two against the Mets. But, I mean, there are some huge series in the month of September. If you ask me what the biggest series of the month are, it's this one coming up against the Brewers right now because of the potential playoff implications. It's the two against the Braves, the four games at Citizens Bank Park, and the three games away. And then it's that series against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And why is that a big series? because that is the one where you're going to have to start determining if you can play for postseason positioning, meaning rest some guys, get your starters all squared away. If you're still playing for the top wildcard seed in that series against the Pirates in one of your final five games of the year, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage for the postseason. You should have five days at least to have your rotation try and get set up so you can have a full five days of rest for any starter you need. So that's why that's a big series for me. But yeah, we're on the home stretch. A lot of divisional games. A lot of important games. As you get, as you run out of runway, it becomes more and more pivotal that you're taking off, right? Well, plane analogy for you there. You didn't know I was a pilot, did you? I'm not. Please don't get in a plane if I'm flying. But yeah, as you get closer to the end of the schedule, games become more and more important. So uh, gear up, wipe August away. It was a cool month. 59 home runs is awesome. It's all out the window. Phil's gotta produce through September and uh, hopefully it'll leave them in great playoff position. That's all for today's episode of Locked On Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. Locked On Phillies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single darn day. Uh, That's all. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the next episode of Locked On Phillies.